Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Monster Dear Monster, a podcast where we explore monsters throughout uh, history, from their humble folkloric beginnings to their modern-day incarnations. I am one of your hosts, Leonard, and I am joined today by Cameron. Hello. Uh, yes, it is a Cameron and Leonard episode. The, oh, the planets man. have aligned, the Grand Cross has taken place, and <laughs> there is no Dave. Uh, yeah. He is uh, slightly indisposed with uh, material matters at the moment, mm, so mm. it will be uh, Cameron and I as your uh, guides today. Uh, and we today we are covering... Monument Mythos, a uh, YouTube web series that uh, was created by one Alex Kansas. Um, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I thought that was a, a fake name, uh, <laughs> it, it, uh, but I, I believe that in fact may be real. It wow. is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun name. <laughs> yes, right. It's uh, yeah. It feels very like fake namey. Mm, mm. Monument Mythos is a series that combines the concepts of analog horror, uh, one of the hottest new internet trends for creatives. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really, I so uh, I I have to say, um, yes. before we get into it, that I just released my video. Cameron is aware and has seen it. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The, we did not. Uh, Dave and I. Dave had no idea that I was going to release my video when I did. <laughs> so it's just a bizarre bit of serendipity that I literally just made the thing that were a thing uh, adjacent to what we are discussing yeah, yeah. today. Uh, so so uh, uh, eagle eared. Uh, uh, listeners, make sure to stick to the end uh, so you can know about my new project. Uh, mm. But yes, Analog Horror, it is a fun thing that combines f- uh, fictional writing and um, what would you say? Uh, uh, late 80s early yeah. to mid 90s yeah. like video effect technology uh, mm. using mm. Uh, real world media to uh, create uh, disturbing and unsettling images or concepts uh, to yeah. to the viewer. Yeah, it's like um, it's like a next step onwards from found footage. You know, we had traditional horror films that were definitely cinematic films in quality. Then we had found footage after Blair Witch, where it was all grounded in realism due to the the context of how the media was presented to you. And now we have this analog horror, which is set almost as like um, it's it's very SCP sort of adjacent, sort of like yes. government records level kind of um set dressing, basically, yes. which I must say I enjoy immensely. Mm-hmm. So, something about that that veneer of government like bureaucracy clashing with eldritch or just even regular modern day horror really does it for me. Yes. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, it's so great that once again I uh, yeah you're utilized doing so yourself. it. Utilized <laughs> it. I've utilized it myself. Um, and uh, the it is presented as a 
uh, a mockumentary detailing uh, alternate history uh, with mm. uh, with uh, supernatural uh, uh, sci-fi uh, uh, adjacent uh, trappings, and mm-hmm. it is a series uh, presented. In uh, it's currently in its second season. I don't know if it's uh, wrapped up because I haven't watched it yet. Uh, mm-hmm. But a, the uh, it is presented as a series of um, eleven uh, short format videos on YouTube of various lengths. I believe the longest one is like thirteen minutes. Uh, or, no, yeah. there's the eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Uh, nearly 19 minutes, uh, but they are all uh, brief um, uh, little uh, vignettes into uh, uh, a fictitious alternate history uh, of the United States, uh, all mm. framed around um, uh, national monuments uh, yes. for the country. Um, mm. And I uh, am going to go by the YouTube uh, listing uh, hmm. for uh, chronology, uh, yeah. even though they were not re- uh, the the order that they are on YouTube is not the order that they were released in. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I suppose we should start first with uh, at the beginning uh, because that's that's where one typically starts uh, <laughs> with uh, Liberty Lurker. Um, yeah. You'll also notice that uh, most of the names, if not uh, all of them, are in fact alliterative. Yes, um, yes, big, uh, big alliterative energy here. They really like it. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Cameron, mm. Liberty Lurker, <laughs> man, uh, I always suspected that statue. The French were involved. Not up to any good. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so this is sort of a, a relatively short detailing of some stuff that went on with the Statue of Liberty. I forget the exact dates because I watched this like a week ago. Um, but uh, essentially, you know, or was it? Um, was it the forties? I think. Uh, I it's like maybe thirty nine. Yeah, like you know, World War World War Two is either coming up or finishing off, and a lot of refugees and um, just you know, just people immigrating to the United States are passing by the Statue of Liberty, and um, <laughs> the the gist of this of this weird thing is that there's something going on inside the the podium for the statue. There's lots of talking about the the design work of it. And, you know, yes. the, the French architect talking about, you know, we designed the statue and the American government was like, cool, it's perfect, we love it, can you make the pedestal bigger? And they kept asking us to make the pedestal bigger and bigger and bigger until the pedestal was bigger than the statue. So if you want to know why it looks so weird with the really big pedestal and the relatively small statue, talk to the American government, don't talk to me. In right. that sort of very frustrated artist kind of sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, man, I get that. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's there's something going on there. Um, immigrants are sort of passing through the area, and every night, you know, if you're staying up late and you're peeking out of the temporary housing, you can see lines of people being led up to the base of the Statue of Liberty. 
and you just never see them again. And the whole area smells like um like an abattoir, basically. Yes. A slaughterhouse, uh, I believe. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and lot, you know, lots of the classic jokes of, well, if we knew it smelled so bad, we wouldn't come here. Ha 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 ha. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, then we get sort of a detailing of later on this this facility being found underneath the statue pedestal, and um, we get lots of these these relatively simple blueprints throughout this whole series. Uh, I quite like them. They they sort of get the point across, but mm-hmm. you know, don't don't give away details there's no room labels or like clear clear details or anything but you know it's this big multi-layered facility and the, the thing that gets me is that the the um the the where the feet of the statue meet the tip, top of the pedestal is like hinged mm-hmm. <laughs> just like yeah then, it's like it's yeah. like uh it's like the rollers that you expect for uh a shuttle launch like yeah uh, yeah yeah, it's it's just like looking at it like it looks like a missile silo or something. <laughs> exactly, um, which um, you know uh, feels yeah. like it's adjacent. So uh, a big part of this is that uh, it's couched in uh, uh, conspiracy theories. It feels very mm. much like something uh, Fox Mulder would have mm. uh, been cutting his teeth on uh, <laughs> during the heydays of the X Files. Um, <laughs> Uh, but once again, it is uh, it is framed around all of these uh, national monuments. So yes, uh, mm. s- uh, starting with the most iconic oh, uh, yeah. American national monument, the excuse me, the Statue of Liberty uh, is is a good way to start. But yeah, the the blueprints are great. Uh, I really mm. enjoy it. It's like this is the feeding room. This is yes. the engine room. <laughs> this is the waste disposal room. And you're like, okay, well, great. You know, we we know what we have a sense of what's going on. Uh, nothing, nothing uh, is, clear. Nothing. Mm. Yes. Uh, even when there is video of the thing, oh, nothing is great. clear. Uh, <laughs> just the just the image of the entire statue grinding to one side to reveal like a pit. Yeah, is hilarious to me, and also like, I think if it was slightly clearer and the footage went on three seconds longer, it would be a great just creepy shot. Uh, you mm-hmm. can see like something begin to come out, and like, man, this is great as it is. But like from a cinematic perspective, if this was a horror movie and not sort of a archival footage thing on YouTube, you know, you'd get a great shot of something like creeping out. Of the base right. of the Statue of Liberty. But we don't. We get the implication of that, which is also very tasty. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, and in my experience, uh, in, in, in my old age, I do find mm. that the implication is significantly more interesting than the, the mm. actual, uh, when it yeah. comes to, uh, comes to uh, a mysterious kind of horror. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The implication of <laughs> right um yeah it's it's a good one and you know uh i just realized what exactly what this reminds me of because it was a mm. very popular trend in the 90s uh spearheaded okay. by uh by uh fox network tv which was they were obsessed with like 
the the hour long ghost video special or the UFO special, and it's all mm. people, all footage of people's like handy cam. Yeah. Uh, they're not professionals. They're always vaguely out of focus and super shaky, and it's hard to get a read on anything. And these videos were specifically edited in a way um, uh, where they would freeze frame on something that was uh, highly indistinct uh, and Mm. then allowed the implication. Like, we don't know. Maybe it's a ghost. Maybe it's just nothing. It could be anything. And um, realizing, thinking, thinking back on it, I'm like, oh, yes, this is this is what we're talking about this is this is literally the the uh the opposite the flip side of the coin from america's funniest home videos into haha it's actually really scary and the world's a nightmare um, yeah that you, you don't actually comprehend yeah it's pretty great honestly um so one of the <laughs> great things about this uh this uh liberty lurker uh, first video is um, the use of actors. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there, the archival uh, recordings are clearly uh, not real. Uh, so, mm. uh, Mr. Kansas uh, uh, clearly hired actors, uh, and they do a really good job of of um, you know pretending to be these these characters. One, uh, yeah. Uh, major historic character and and just a a passer through of Ellis Island. Um, mm. The audio editing also aids with it, aids that as well. Um, yeah. It's it's a really solid first uh, uh, entry point um, for the series, and it will um, it's it's a good um, uh, litmus test of of the kind of stuff that you're going to be getting because they're all kind of vignettes um, mm. uh, at, at, that are only partially um, connected. Um, there are a, a hand few, a handful of episodes that are uh, explicitly connected to one another, but it's all kind of framed around uh, this um, secret government like how would you put it um uh, it's not really an organization it is it's, like cent- cent- it's not a centralized effort there's something up with monuments yes i don't know how else to explain it it's the monument mythos um yeah <coughs> uh, it, it's very difficult to detail exactly you know exactly what is arbiting a lot of the the stuff going on here because mm-hmm. some of it seems relatively like random and non-specific and then there's all the effort of tidying up after all this weird stuff that has happened which is clearly like a government effort of some kind but yeah i don't know how to how to describe it properly <laughs> Yeah, it's it 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 isn't it, it yet like you said it isn't an organization but there is some it feels like the government is has a a, a partnership or is mm. has um tried to uh bend to its will forces that 
it, it, it cannot fully comprehend or control yeah. and has essentially um, locked them away in in mon- in public monuments. I do believe in, in there is one episode where they state that you can uh, you can fund atrocities uh, by uh, claiming that they're national monuments. In fact, yes. I, I would yeah. I would I think that is in fact our next episode, uh Rushmore's Revenge. Yes, I believe so. <laughs> uh yes, and that details uh a, a series of events uh at uh the uh Mount Rushmore National Park in mm-hmm. uh two thousand three, August seventh, I believe, uh where it is has been found to be um, vandalized. Uh, yes. There is graffiti all over it, um, and given the size of Mount Rushmore, uh, this <laughs> graffiti is is huge. Uh, oh um, yeah, very dedicated effort to get that done. <laughs> uh, and uh, it uh, there's uh, yes, it's like you can you can the government can fund mass murder. <laughs> Uh, by claiming that it's a national monument um and this mm. feeds once again feeds back into liberty lurker where uh clearly immigrants were being fed to something <laughs> in the mm. statue of liberty yeah. um uh the uh one of them just said one of the pieces of graffiti says the soul of lincoln will be freed uh, um, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm into that. That'd be it's, cool. <laughs> it's it's weird and and uh, and unpleasant. Uh, there is um, another piece of graffiti uh, that s- simply says, "I will introduce infection next week, Monday through Sunday, ten twelve uh, through ten thirteen p.m. Watch the symptoms." Uh, mm. which is mm, uh, <laughs> not yes. great. <laughs> yes, uh, and more poignant with uh, the the passing of time and the current world events. <laughs> yes, uh, and this uh, this little vignette is framed around uh, a series of patrol video security patrol videos uh, mm. of the monument yeah. at night to. Uh, try and catch the vandals yes Um, yeah and once again uh this one uh uh, more than anyone any other uh episode i believe really highlights that uh once again that uh nostalgic fox uh programming where Mm. the video is is just out of focus you're getting a slight glimpse of something uh, that you cannot make out. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> in, the, in this one, it is the form of flashing lights that are on the uh, on the uh, the the ridge head of yeah, the ridge. Uh, monuments. <laughs> uh, there is uh, a a what appears to be like a light that uh, like shooting star. Uh, to cat mm. to start it, and then flashing lights from uh, the the crown of the monument, uh, all leading up to I believe it's Friday, <laughs> or yes. that Some is it is um, a video that has uh, 
no no video uh because it <laughs> is the uh there is a constant please remove lens cap message yes. that flashes <laughs> that so on funny. the screen um <laughs> which is great and also yeah. really effective uh and some unsettling sounds mhm mhm um capping off with uh saturday where uh we get uh uh finally get video again and uh a few frames of a really unpleasantly distorted uh mount rushmore mm. yeah before cutting away also accompanied by the noises uh from the previous night uh and then a follow-up uh, stating that, oh, it's weird that the the government has started dusting powder on the, mm. the heads of the president, just like <laughs> like baby powder, just every night. And it's like, oh, yep. okay, that's, <laughs> yep. Something's growing up there. That's, that's unpleasant. That's yep. weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, again, really fun. Um, Mount Rushmore is, like, I think a relatively iconic monument, because, like, yeah, there's a lot of monuments that are just statues or objects that have been made. You guys did also just carve the faces of four people into a full-on mountain. Um, yeah. And seeing some stuff going on with that is really interesting. Also, like the scale of it is usually hard to grasp, and so seeing like this tiny like little light and going, oh, that's like a person with a torch on top of the ridge, really helps put it in perspective. And you know, it 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 seems like something big enough to fit, you know, some mm-hmm. kind of secret facility in, right. um, <laughs> or thing, or thing, or um, Richie Rich style bank vault. Oh man! Oh wow, <laughs> man! I forgot about that movie. Mm-hmm. I saw it in theaters as a child. Oh man, I did. <laughs> I went to the theaters to watch Richie Rich. I forgot about Mount Richmore. Yeah, Oof. it's a classic, classic American monument. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Rushmore's revenge. Um, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's it's creepy, and it's uh, it's it uh, really it leans harder into the uh, analog uh, mm. <laughs> horror aspect than the historical uh, um, documentation documentary yeah. aspect of the previous. It, it's a good way of showing the range, the kind of range that you're going to get with uh, the series. Uh, as mm. a second uh, second episode, um, we then uh, huh, go to <laughs> the third episode, which is Alcatraz Attack. Um, oh man! <laughs> yeah, that's this one's this one's interesting in that it is probably the most explicit uh, out of the mm. out of all of them. Uh, of what's going on, uh, which is simply put, um, uh, Alcatraz Island, uh, uh, which I don't know if it's a monument. I know it's like a national, probably yeah. serves as a national park now. 
Um, yeah. Because we're weird like that. We'll turn mm. prisons into national parks. Um, uh, why not? <laughs> it, it brings in money. Uh, and it's yeah. prob and and it's haunted. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. also and also you know, uh, no one could escape from Alcatraz other than those people that all oh, those people that did that yeah <laughs> that that did and probably you know drowned on their way out. So they they mm. did technically escape. They just didn't make oh, yeah. landfall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, what's going on with Alcatraz Island? It's just self-replicating. That's yeah. That's it's a big. That's... No, yeah. go on, <laughs> go on, it's Cameron. A, it's it's a big cancer cell, and it freaks me out. Um, this one really worked for me because it starts basically with just a lot of overlays of like a blueprint slash. Mm-hmm like basic map of Alcatraz and I was looking at it like man I think that's about right I'm not American I've never been to Alcatraz uh but that looks about right from the various movies and things I've seen such as The Rock um and stuff like that um wait that's not an island that's I those are mitochondria (laughs) oh yes in that prison block yeah, literally, literally the powerhouse of the cell, which cell. I found very funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, it it's vaguely cell shaped, and obviously this map has been altered further to give that impression. And it's just, yeah, it's as I said, it's self replicating. It's essentially a cancer cell, and the 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 point of this um, this particular video is they try radiation therapy to cure Alcatraz Island, right. which is kind of wild yeah <laughs> and it's not like a it's not um not a metaphor for them just nuking the island they legitimately seem to do some kind of massive scale radiotherapy on it yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's really interesting um because yeah you know you, it's like all the all the radiation therapy tests and it's like footage shot from across the bay and we get this massive burst of light, and it's like, oh, well, maybe it worked. And then you hear this sort of screeching, scraping, and the camera pans right away from Alcatraz and winds up back at another Alcatraz. And then there's just more and more and more of them. And go, oh, oh, no, you woke it up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's essentially the end of that one. I really liked this one. I think this was probably one of my favorites just for the, like, the flashback to university biology I had momentarily. And the um the powerhouse of the cell joke that my own brain made when I saw the map. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I also uh, was, uh, had the might the powerhouse of the cell uh, mm. because I had uh, <laughs> had played so much Parasite Eve. And, yeah, and yeah. There, there is there is uh, no word uttered more in Parasite Eve than mitochondria, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, so, I, I, I know, uh, so this is probably going to be a shorter, a mini, a mini-sode, given the content, oh, yes. so yes. Uh, you will excuse diversions away from, from the main topic, listeners, mm. but I do have to, I do have to comment on literally one of my favorite assets in a video game whatsoever, <laughs> uh, which is in Parasite Eve, um, there is, uh, if you're familiar, uh, uh, it, it details the story of a New York detective 
who has to mm-hmm. fight uh, a a basically the sentient uh, uh, consciousness of mitochondria that's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you humans yeah. are just like incubation tubes for us and we don't work <laughs> for you anymore. We, in fact, oh. never work for you. You just kind of enslaved us with your gross DNA, but now we're taking over. Um, all, all in the uh, form of a uh, a uh, mutated opera singer. Um, mm. Mm. But there is one character, a a uh, a doctor that works at. Uh, oh man, it's it's the big museum in New mm. York, the his uh, like history museum in New York. Yeah, uh, and he there's uh, his office. Uh, this is all pre rendered. Uh, 3D b- backgrounds because it was the PS1 era, yes. but on the screen of his uh, his office computer, this doctor, uh, it's supposed to look like charts and like mm. graphs and everything, but what it is is somebody just screenshotted their desktop with Photoshop open and just <laughs> slapped it on there. So oh, no. yeah, incredible. So, so it it's supposed to look like oh yeah, graphs because there's like gradients and everything. And mm. then if you look closer, mm. it's like no, that's just it's just Photoshop. That's just Photoshop <laughs> that you put on there. You oh, no. you silly Square Enix people. Uh, well, Square <laughs> shuts off back then. That was before the, the, mm. the buyout. But yeah, once again, mitochondria. That's that's the that's the point is mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that uh jumping off point to <laughs> that reference. Um yeah. yeah, Alcatraz attack is great and it's also uh they also do the uh projection at the end uh where it has uh Alcatraz has the Alcatrazes mm. <laughs> have have <laughs> consumed uh basically the entire west coast and have yeah. moved on to like consume like ten percent of Texas. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it was pretty wild. <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, it's yes. Uh, as of twenty twenty, the Alcatraz zone extends to West Texas. <laughs> uh, I just so, yeah. love the idea of the Alcatraz zone. It's it's not the zone around Alcatraz. It is it is the zone where all the Alcatrazes are are yes. <laughs> um, and oh. of course, this is where we start getting into the alternate history uh, part uh, mm. of of the series because once again, clearly that hasn't happened, but that's happened in some universe for some mm. horrible reason. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and you know once again also implies uh that uh, you, uh if alcatraz is in fact uh, a national park uh and technically a monument uh then yes it probably stands to reason that the government was either holding something there or hiding something after the mm. prison shut down that they possibly lost control over uh yeah to uh this situation um (laughs) they all it it all ties together in a really interesting way uh that uh where the viewer isn't handheld uh or or expected to uh piece everything together which once again is is 
uh, most of the fun with with this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, filling in the blanks yourself is always the best part. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, and so with that, we move on to episode four, uh, Dean Democracy. Um, <laughs> oh, this one was also pretty great. It's so it's always weird uh, with I think I, I I'm very particular about this kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and I think out of all of them, this one is the one that worked the least for me. And it's only mm. because it is OK. So how do we uh, because it always feels like, OK, how do we really hammer home that this is like an alt history? Yeah, we're going to mm. take like a famous celebrity of the day. Uh, and, uh, oh, what, uh, James Dean? Yeah, he died in a car accident, died too young. Okay, so he lives, and then he becomes president. And I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. mm, I, I get it. I understand, and I, I, I know that that's actually the trajectory. Once again, I I was born in the, the age of Reagan. I, I can mm. totally get that. The actor? But it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it 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 always just feels like insert famous person's name now they are mm. a person of power. Um, although, and you know, this might actually come off as a bit bit hypocritical, um, considering mm. a, a, a later episode. But I, I just I just uh, this one it's not bad. Uh, but like I said, yeah. I think I got the least out of this one. Um, than the others um so basically yes it 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 details james dean's rise to uh power by being a counterculture politician Mm. which a you know wouldn't have worked in its day um Mm. (laughs) (laughs) um and and uh um I don't know what. Yeah, Cameron. I, I think I, mm. I I'd like to actually hear your thoughts on 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 this one. Yeah, yeah. It. I like this one because I I think it did something that um <coughs> can be can be can be fun to experiment with, which is sort of just sort of slightly parodies and then you know exaggerates things that we now know are kind of. Yeah, this is kind of the way things work. Um, like you know, for the for the longest time, you know, presidential elections are very serious. We got very serious candidates, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But but this is the alternate history. We can look back and be like, yeah, but what if this one really good actor that everyone really liked said, "Hey, I'm running for president," and just in the fifties or sixties, I think it was no, because he was. Yeah, in like it was in the thirty seventh. So yeah, I, I I'm not up to date on um American presidents, honestly. Nor nor um, should you be. <laughs> ne- neither am I. Neither you shouldn't have to be. You shouldn't have that twisted yeah. upon you like people in America expect the rest of the world. <laughs> Thank you for the validation. Um, but yeah, either way, this 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 person from long before our current realm of american politics um mm-hmm. showing hey if you're if you're just like well known and enough people like you you can absolutely become president with no other 
qualifying marks. Um, and yeah, just like the, the idea of, you know, this famous actor is like on TV, he's got a talk show at this point or whatever. And it's just like, tune in next week for the most important announcement ever made in American history. And, you know, like the suspense building, is it going to be nuclear war with Russia? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? And it's like, and then everyone jumped up and down and, and yelled in delight because all it said was Dean democracy, Dean for president. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, like it, it's, it's this sort of, yeah, this is where I think it really hits that mockumentary stride because then we get things like, you know, it exaggerates, it blows up what like this, this perfect popular popularity only policy not that much based president could be like again this alternate universe um about you know he's on the campaign trail and he's he's doing things properly with people like he you know the power goes out across texas and he's there helping fix the power lines and things like that mm-hmm. and all the meanwhile there is this very serious very very um no nonsense faction who are the anti-deans yes <laughs> it's just got like the guy forks almost as a star mask you know you know james dean is the antichrist james mm. dean is the son of satan and all that kind of stuff and, like it just i don't know if it felt relieving to me to have like a, a political thing that felt a little real but was parody and mockumentary enough that i could just actually laugh at it i think right. that's why i liked it okay i was like let let off a little steam after the last decade <laughs> yeah that's fair and i will say there is something that i really that the, there are parts that i really like i like the fact that um he like just gets nixon to give up mm, by ra- yeah. ra- like rag racing him and i'm like okay yeah. that's goofy that's dumb that and goofy. so funny um <laughs> but then there's like other weird things where it's like yeah and then uh but robert kennedy wasn't assassinated but you know mm. because james dean was running and so popular he just kind of dropped out himself and became a supporter yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's super <laughs> it's it's super weird um and you know, once again, the, there's also that lens of there is uh, explicitly a sense of separation uh, for mm. you personally yes. <laughs> because oh, yeah. you These are, are in not fact, my historical figures. <laughs> exactly. So it's just like you know, I'm not I'm not a shrieky violet when it comes to like the horrible history of of our our country, um, mm. but it is weird. Um, to to uh see see certain events skewed a little like i said this one yeah it, it, they're all good all the episodes are good um but uh this one um is probably on the lower end for me but mm. I, I, there mm. are things that i do really like about it and mainly it's it's james dean getting nixon to <laughs> drop out yes. of the pre- presidential race by drag racing him. <laughs> Even you'll have to admit I'm a better president if you see me drive this car. Yeah, like that that's <laughs> like that's the kind of like silly stuff that I uh, mm. like that I'm super okay with cuz I'm like, oh yeah, it's James Dean. James Dean's known for being a rebel and uh, yep. he do he dragged raced in that movie, so clearly that's just <laughs> something that he does in his actual real life. 
Yep, yep. This is a James Dean canonical ability. The drag race. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but he's no nonsense. He 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 fixes power lines in Texas. He just mm. he doesn't talk about policy. He doesn't he just it's just it's very cult of personality. Um it feels mm. very manufactured. Uh, because yes. like the the run up was like Ken Jennings, a famous new news anchor, saying, uh, like mm. you mentioned, this is the most important announcement to mankind, uh, yeah. and and <laughs> it, it, there's like an aspect of War of the Worlds with it, with the looming dread that everyone's feeling, uh, and mm. yeah, as you said, the the uh, the uh, uh, collective. Uh, country ride exhalation of no it's just D- james dean running for president and it's yeah <laughs> um, the the it, it, there is an aspect of it that feels like um somebody was pulling the strings to make this happen mm. oh um, yeah yeah um and and i like that because i think it's it's fascinating that they just kind of put this guy in because he is mm. popular and was able to manipulate uh, the American people that way, um, and also uh, not explicitly framed around a monument. Uh, this mm. is uh, this is the first uh, uh, human, <laughs> yes, <A> cultural <laughs> uh, human monument. <laughs> yes, kind of like uh, Monroe and those Warhol paintings. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, yeah, just a a concept. Yes, it, it's elevating James Dean to president, and also like a an American zeitgeisty concept. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's good. It's I I, I, I like <laughs> it. Uh, I like it uh, conceptually. I, I it's just you know, like I said, I've made my <laughs> issues known. <laughs> Um, that brings us to uh, uh, Air Force uh, One Angel. Uh, you mm. wanna you wanna talk about this one because this one's yeah. actually super brief. Yeah. Um, so you know, you guys over there, you got this big important plane you call Air Force One. Uh, the 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 leader of the country occasionally takes a ride in it to go places, uh, and consequently, its movements are watched all the time by people both whose jobs it is to watch air force one and also people who just like as a hobby like to watch airplanes and in particular like to watch this airplane um so it's really weird when without the president in it air force one just gets up uh not not gets up like (laughs) on legs that would oh man, that would have been great though. Episode. That would have been. Would be I mean, I mean, it would have been. It would have been very similar because it, it, it is called Air Force One Angel. So if it just, just turned kind of like... turned into a a Gundam. No, no, no! Like the landing gear comes down instead of wheels. It's just a bunch of little arms and legs, like oh, the luggage, yeah. and just starts skittering across the tarmac. <laughs> That's also pretty good too. Like a oh, roach. God. Like a thanks, plain yeah. roach. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not again. Um, thanks, Brian. Great image. Um, yeah, you know, the Air Force One, without the president, it just takes off. Better phrase. Takes off. Uh, and goes on a merry little jaunt across the entire country. Um, and, you know, like, I like looking at flight pattern things. 
I think this one is just fun as like, can the plane really fly that far without stopping? Because the concept here is Air Force One gets into the air and flies essentially from the east coast to the west coast and then back with a few like diagonals in between. Uh, mm -hmm. And it never lands, but when it flies over monuments at these particular points, it drops a package and then like makes a sharp turn towards the next destination. Yes. Um, and, and then, you know, returns to the original position, lands, and um, a strange, this kind of messed up looking humanoid figure is briefly spotted exiting the plane, definitely not the president. And like, you know, the, the government confers like, yeah, no, president wasn't on board that. That was uh, an unexpected thing that happened with Air Force One. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh, and um, also as, like, it traverses across the map of the United States, whenever it turns and drops the package, that location starts getting blacked out in an ever-expanding circle of darkness, which, you know, they, they bloom and grow together as it stops at these various points to kind of just delete the United States from the map. Um, so... Implications there are interesting, considering that, you know... People were around to comment on the plan landing uh, on the plane landing at the end of the flight, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. So I think it's interesting uh, because the locations are the Statue of Liberty, Mount mm -hmm. Rushmore. We're yeah. shown the Golden Gate Bridge, but yes. that is also Alcatraz adjacent. Mm -hmm. um, and then finally, what is it? Is it just back to DC? I think it. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. back to DC. Um, so Where the Lincoln Memorial is right, um, uh, <laughs> and and the Washington Monument and there's there's and a lot going on in DC. DC, yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I, w my first thought was, is this adjacent to uh, Alcatraz attack? Mm. Um, because where the the circle of darkness ends ends with the that little part in the West Coast is. Mm. right at the western edge of texas yeah okay um so this one was interesting i don't know uh if 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 they're in mm, I, I think the intent was hey you draw your own parallels hey we gave you yes. this information um <laughs> do with it as you will um it is also interesting that if it is related to Alcatraz attack, uh, it isn't, you know, they call it the Alcatraz zone, but it doesn't necessarily state what that is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it may in fact just be, uh, 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 um, an endless series of, of tightly packed interconnected Alcatrazes that people still live in. It is entirely possible that that people still inhabit those blacked out oh, yeah. parts of, of America. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, this one is, it's really quick. It's really beef. You get a, you get a, 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 a spook at the end. Uh, I, I uh, paused on frame, still have no idea what I'm looking at, mm. which is always yeah. a, a good, good sign, good decision. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird. 
Uh, this one's a super weird one that might be adjacent to a bunch of other uh, <laughs> uh, things that we have seen or, and have mm. yet to see. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I really like that they managed to make, uh, to get uh, all that implication in like a runtime of like less than three minutes. Mm, yeah, it's really good. It's efficient storytelling. <laughs> um, and now we, now we uh, move on to uh, episode six, which is Lincoln mm. Looker. Um, mm. Man. This one, it's weird, uh, yeah, and deeply unpleasant, and it's unpleasant in a it, like the supernatural, the possibly supernatural horror part is mm. the, the least unpleasant aspect about it because mm. the main uh, unpleasantness comes from a purely uh, understandable human nature. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh which is hey surprise um you know the president most powerful man in the country uh he just imprisons people in things Mm. yeah specifically one person that he really doesn't like uh every president gets one Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like it's like the you get the you get the one person that you the the the, uh free murder card Mm. Um, yeah oh man yeah you know you know you know it's out there somewhere. Um, yeah, one person gets chosen to be the Lincoln Looker, and man, I hate this so much. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the it's the interview um, that mm. really sells this one. I think, yeah, uh, because uh, it's just an interview from this woman, uh, Maya Arnoldson. Um, mm. Uh, who's like, yeah, I was in this confined space and I could only look out. Uh, it was like I was looking through a mask. Somebody would uh, come every every what couple of days and yeah. like, provide me like the soup uh, to mm. to sustain myself on. Uh, <laughs> um, and then at some point, somebody realized that they had made a mistake and they let me go. I, I even met that President Reagan himself. And mm, he apologized yeah. to me personally and and, <laughs> and gave me a, a, sm- a monetary sum for for my discomfort. Uh, mm. And they don't care that I'm talking about it because it's so outlandish. No one would believe me. <laughs> yeah, that that feels too real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's, that, that's cool. <laughs> That's not, it's not great. It's, it's really, mm. um, it's really bad. Yeah. Like on, on multiple levels of, yeah, governments do messed up stuff. Like all the time, a lot of the time, the US is not alone in its history of that, but like the, the things governments have done to people and then just gone, yeah, we don't care if you talk about this, we're the government, we're not going to punish ourselves for this. Is up there, but then the secondary part of oh, we got the wrong person and locked them inside the Lincoln Memorial statue for like a week is also feels very real to any kind of large scale government operation like this would have to be. Yep, (laughs) like 
Oh yeah, yeah. of course they just grabbed the wrong woman. They've just yeah. got the wrong address or something, or like the wrong name. And it's like not... a week later, Reagan looked as like, that's not the person I wanted locked up in there. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's uh, it's oh. real. Uh, it's real. Uh, it, like you said, it feels real accurate. It feels like mm. some uh, legitimate U.S. bureaucracy nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I would know. My mother used to work for the Social Security Administration. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> my, both of my parents worked in some capacity for the federal government. Um, mm. I, and now, now that I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah. Both my both my parents did work for the federal government. Like that was just a thing <laughs> that I never, you know, thought of or took mm. into account. Um, yeah, but <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's that's pretty accurate. And then we get the uh, we get the capper, <laughs> which is uh, the incident recount at the Lincoln Memorial. And do you wanna you wanna get into into this? <laughs> So, you know, people go to visit the Lincoln Memorial all the time because it's a big, important memorial because, you know, Lincoln was big and important. Um, and it's a, it's a recount of, like, you know, someone visiting and, like, you know, they walk around, they're enjoying their time at the memorial, and they hear, like, this faint scratching from inside the big statue of Lincoln, and they talk to staff, and it's like, I think there's, like, an animal trapped in a vent or something around the back of the statue. You guys, you guys can take care of that. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll take care of that. That's fine. And then it just keeps this scratching keeps getting louder and louder. And like, I can't remember if it was like a a blind girl or just a, a young girl like put her ear up against the memorial and f- started freaking out because like, you know, you could hear like the sound of human fingernails grating against the stone and stuff. Um, and, you know, the staff try and keep people back, but eventually, you know, they just search for it and essentially dismantle part of the memorial and pull a person out of it, and I'm like, I don't like that. That feels awful. For, like, all parties experiencing this, I don't like this at all. Please, Um, please do not make a Lincoln looker. (laughs) Yeah, so there's a part of this that I really like, which is we get that, we get the, 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 the alleged footage that was shot that day mm. and much like the the statue of liberty uh instead of uh the entire uh uh statue moving it's just lincoln's mm. head and yeah. once again i freeze framed on it trying to determine <laughs> what i saw it doesn't really look like anything but it does yeah. look malformed like mm. it i was when i first saw it i was like oh yeah that's like a, an arm reaching out but it mm. isn't, it doesn't terminate in the hand. It's kind of like just a squiggle, like yeah. squiggled shape. And I don't know why, but I really, uh, uh, it, it instilled the same kind of like dread that the, uh, the, uh, uh, ending of, uh, Ito's, Junji Ito's, uh, Amagari fault. Mm. does uh this yeah. one was made for me um, <laughs> uh, mm. i think it's just because it's like i i i'm i think the implication is that that's supposed to be a person but they that doesn't look like a person anymore. i mean 
after a minimum of four years inside the Lincoln Memorial, I would probably look pretty messed up too. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't like that it's one person for the whole presidential term. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the worst part, is like four years on soup and Lincoln dust is not great. Yeah, Ugh. it's, 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 yeah, it's really unpleasant. And it's, once again, it's the unpleasantness that is, uh, uh couched directly in it. It is, it is a human. It is, mm. it is mm. the, a decision made by a human being to do this to another human being. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the, the weird part of it is, is like, it doesn't feel like there's any reason to do this other than to prove the point of presidential power like right. with 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 the Alcatraz thing they're doing weird things because you know the Alcatraz island is self-replicating and with the with the whole liberty lurker there's something inside the statue of liberty that needs to be sated so they're feeding immigrants to it mm. uh, and then and then it's just like oh did you know one of the perks of being president is you just get to randomly imprison someone for 4 years with no oversight and absolutely no recourse for justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's just the yeah, thing yeah. you get to do as president, <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's it's great. It's just framed around like you know, uh, people have trauma, and you know mm. sometimes people are hurt by other people, and uh, every button, every not everyone gets any recourse for that. But when you're the mm. president, you you do. You're the most powerful mm. man in the country. So even if even if it all it has to do is all it has to be is just be somebody that you just dislike enough that you feel mm. wronged by enough, and that's a perk of your presidency. And it's yeah, super weird how just uh, how just matter of fact that that information mm. is is disseminated and yeah, and, and it's justified by the power like. Mm. Being president is the justification of of this horrible thing, uh, and that's it. That's that's oh, all yeah. that's needed. Yeah, we're not we're not stopping zombie Lincoln from coming back to eat modern day racists or anything like that. No, we're just locking people up in the Lincoln Memorial because it's convenient for the president to visit and look and know that the person they chose is in there. I guess right. Yeah, right. Like, just no. Yeah. Just it's just the secret that that person gets to have. The president yeah. gets to have. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so it, weird. Yeah. It's it, yeah. It's weird and gross and very and once again uh, mm. probably the most disturbing because it is it is explicitly mm. human. And uh, and they have a whole thing set up to like make people feel all right if they hear the rumor of the Lincoln Looker. Right. Because it starts with the U.S. government going, okay, listen, there's been a lot of rumors going around lately about Lincoln lookers, so we're removing the two portraits of Lincoln so everyone can see behind them. See, we've got no one stuck in secret rooms behind the portraits of Lincoln. Right. All right? Lincoln lookers don't exist. That's fine when it's actually in the memorial statue. You're right. And <laughs> it, it also that oh. also makes the conspiracy theory part of it ring... Tr- uh, truer, mm. which is, yeah, you you you're you're almost there, but you got a couple of the details wrong. You weren't thinking yeah. big enough. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
This is a really good one and really affecting, like, viscerally, internally. Like you said, it's very human. Mm. Yeah, and that's really, at this point, at this stage, uh, in in the, the, the timeline of current events, um, the things that humans do are infinitely more horrific than any mm. cosmic entity or dream nightmare serial killer or yep. hockey yep. mast <laughs> slasher can provide. Mm. Uh, because oh yeah, yeah, we we all understand why it's happening, but we 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 don't understand why people justify it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man. Moving on from the most disturbing one, right? Um, <laughs> literally the most disturbing one. I, I kind yeah. of, I kind of appreciate it for that fact. Um, oh yeah, it, it, it's good that it's there. It's a good, it, it's a good <laughs> distinction. Mm. Uh, yes. Uh, next is Washington Wormhole, which is about the Washington yeah. Monument. And it uh, starts off with a poem about a woodsman and a tree. Uh, mm. um, uh, this is, uh, this, uh, I believe, is probably the introduction uh, of, of probably the, uh, a central concept. Once again, I haven't uh, seen season two, but uh, mm. this is, introduces the concept of the tree. Uh, to yeah. the monument mythos, which uh, uh, appears in a later episode, um, it is uh, it it it's a tree um, that they encased in the Washington Monument, mm-hmm. uh, um, but it's not really a tree. It's probably some eldritch thing from an alternate universe because it, it just kind of looks like a tentacle. Like it's yeah, completely it's barren. Just a big tentacle. Yeah, yeah. It's completely <laughs> barren. It it doesn't have any any offshoots. It's just kind of a mm. uh, well, at least in the initial photo, it it doesn't. But uh, <laughs> the construction photos kind of show it sprouting other offshoots. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, it details uh, the fact that people that have visited the uh, Washington Monument. Uh, mm. uh, well, first there's a series of photos, uh, detailing the construction around the tree. Um, then there's a really great flyer that's like, visit the Washington Monument and listen closely. Hear the music <laughs> within its walls. And I'm like, mm, mm. there we go. That's the kind of, uh, that's the kind of evocative writing that I really like. Cause man, that sounds sinister <laughs> as all oh, get yeah. out. Um, mm-hmm. and I like that you're putting it on a flyer, um, to, <laughs> to, to sell <laughs> to the general public. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. also charging for it. I forgot they're like, and it's 10 cents per head. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> um, because it also details from a 1910, uh, to 1971, a a number of people, I believe it's like twenty, uh, yeah, twenty people, 20 people. Uh, uh, disappear while around the monument. Um, mm. There is a shocking number of children <laughs> uh, associated yeah. with it. Um, 
and I believe they're they're given like a title. Oh yeah, it's like the Washington uh, absentees. <laughs> yes, yeah, because they just showed up and then they never signed out of the area. They just um, disappeared. They're absent. Yep. Uh, and hey, once again, we get your we get a, a little slice of one of your favorite things. Uh, mm. uh, uh, some blueprints. Oh, I love a good blueprint. <laughs> I I don't fully understand the function of the interior of the Washington Monument. Does it kill you? Do you fall safely from the top to the bottom of it? Who knows? There's something going on there. It's like it's like a weird downwards amp for whatever sound is produced by this special tree. It's also I, I, it's I also think that it's interesting that the tree isn't part of the diagram because the way mm. that it, it it's shown it it appears to be like that the monument is hollow <laughs> inside mm. yeah. even though we yeah. know that the tree is 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 in there um but yeah mm. it's like a I don't know if it's supposed to be an elevator, but it just kind of looks like a bucket. Um, yes, yeah. That a, a bucket on a winch <laughs> that a person gets into, uh, and it's hoisted to the top. Um, there are uh, sound vibrations, uh, and then <laughs> the person just falls. Yep, it's just out of like the bucket, dr- all the dropped. way to the bottom. All the way yeah. to the book, yeah, uh, for a, another person to then enter in and get into the bucket. Uh, mm. It's very weird. There was a part of me that's like, is this like fertilizer for the tree? Are the maybe sound? <laughs> but yeah, I was I was very confused about. I was also confused <laughs> about the way that this this worked. Um, mm. I mean, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the Washington Monument does in real life, so it just stands there in the fictional life. Yeah, it's yeah, it just stands there. It's I don't think that you pillar. can actually. Yeah, I don't think you obelisk. It's not a pillar. It's true. A obelisk. True. Beg pardon. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure that that the conspiracy people that I, oh, yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't don't get on their bad side by mislabeling an obelisk a pillar. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's also uh, uh, vandalized. Uh, the infection is nigh. The music of Washington will end. Um, so mm-hmm. it is. Uh, what it is actually uh, um, uh, directly related to Rushmore Revenge, simply based on that. Um, mm. So, uh, and it, this seems to be contrary and counter. These Whoever is, is vandalizing these monuments uh, are clearly in opposition to the government and whatever's going on at these places. Mm. Uh, so, um, after after the the monument is is vandalized, uh, we get uh, the uh, we get our our piece of footage and and Cameron, you wanna you wanna describe? Uh, you know, just uh, I hope I'm remembering this correctly. The Washington Monument cracking open as this long 
tentacly tree just extends into the sky, screaming. It actually, it actually bends over. Oh yeah, yeah. It makes like an archway kind of loop. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's what with, it does with crackling electricity. And then mm. uh, we are uh, informed that all nineteen Washington absentees are found unconscious at the base of mm-hmm. the monument. Wait a second. You said what twenty <laughs> before. Hmm. Mm. What's going on there? <laughs> um, yeah, it's good. Mm. It's good. Yeah. And this gets expanded on in in uh, mm. in another uh in a future episode. episode. In a future episode. Yeah. The longest episode, and I believe that this was the last episode released um chronologically. Mm. Um but we will get to that. Yeah, Washington Wormhole, <laughs> it's the introduction into uh some really uh, uh, wild concepts that... We... Oh, yeah. The deep stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the, the big frame, um, mm. Uh, mm. I think, of, of, of this series. Um, yeah. And sure. then we follow that up with a Delaware Double. And uh, it, it's uh. one. This one's slight, <laughs> and it's okay. I like. Uh, I like all of the asset uses uh, mm. usage um, uh, in this one because it really does feel like a like schlocky investigative journalist thing from mm. like special from the seventies. It is yeah distinctly American seventies <laughs> news entertainment, um, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Um, and hey, guess what? It's just a bunch of ice yeah. fishers that found George Washington. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if George Washington got Futuramid? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a uh, great concept. Uh, he tried uh, to cross uh, the Delaware and didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, so sick. He didn't make it. Uh, they knew that uh, the morale uh, would drop uh, if if their leader wasn't there. So they. They threw him overboard and uh, uh, apparently mm. cre- uh, apparently got a body double for yeah. it. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, Washington, for whatever reason, survived. Uh, he yeah he got Futurama. He got Captain Captain America. Literally, yeah. <laughs> literally Being Captain alive. America gets yeah. Captain America. <laughs> um, and. Uh, Hey, we can't have people knowing about that, so time to cover all of this up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> a couple of a couple of ice fishers dig. Yeah, period period appropriate George Washington out of the ice. Um, stick him in a bath to slowly warm him up overnight. Don't call emergency services because it's like one AM and you don't want to get, you know, people driving in dangerous conditions out to the middle of nowhere. Uh, and then in the morning, look at him in your bathtub and go, wait a second, he's on the money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, just really, really funny little concept. <laughs> it is. And once again, tied into a previous episode with, uh, 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 which would be deemed democracy because uh, we get we get a statement from then acting president James Dean, uh, <laughs> which is I'm surprised. Uh, mm, yes, I, 
I like I like how I like how vague that is. I like mm. that that it, it is either completely innocuous or incredibly sinister, um, depending yes. on what, how you want to look at it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's good and it's uh, it's it's really brief. Um, and I really love that the capper is like the special aired, and then like a week later, that new that television station was shut down. Yeah. I saw too much. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, just a fun little one. This one will break up all the um all the big world event stuff ones. Um yeah, it's 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 fun, it's weird, it's it's a little slight uh, and once again is distinctly uh set in that alt history universe. Mm. Uh, and yeah, we're gonna start using that alt history universe as a frame for the discussions, uh, especially now that we've we've uh, hit uh, the big one, the Rockefeller Tree tragedy. Cameron, I'm gonna let you mm. take this one because it is great, and I'm sure oh, you have man. plenty of thoughts. Yeah. So, you know, Mr. Rockefeller, very famous president of the united states um <laughs> wow you're going you're going straight with that one huh i'm going, going straight st- with that one <laughs> <laughs> i love i love alternate history stuff for exactly this kind of thing um so listen mr rockefeller obviously to us very rich oil baron from you know relatively early on in u.s big world history um I don't actually have a f- frame of reference for time of when Rockefeller had his had his reign because I only know the name and the vaguest things about him. Um, so this was interesting to kind of like poke my head in on. Um, but yeah, you know, like in a, in our reality, wealthy oil baron. Um, in the context of this one, <laughs> former president of the United States and also oil baron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh this is yeah this is all about mr rockefeller's christmas tree you know like all the workers uh and his factories and his mines and everything he's very generous so at christmas time he gets together you know a big celebration sends people out to get a big old christmas tree set up to uh, put in his this... in his plaza mm. in in rockefeller center in new york because that's yeah. 30 rock that is yeah <laughs> i yeah exactly I, yeah i had actually forgotten that the rock was short for rock rockefeller um so mm. yeah 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 uh, <laughs> yeah you know it's, it's gonna be a big celebration and um this year mr rockefeller has his heart set on one particular local tree it's the special tree that tree, the one with no branches that just kind of shakes weirdly in the wind and whose trunk can't be pierced by any axe known to man. Yep. Um, <laughs> or, or, or detonated with dynamite. Or detonated with dynamite. But listen, Mr. Rockefeller, he's a man of means. And I mean, he's never, he's never let anyone or anything telling him no stop him before when he was president or an elfy, or a wealthy oil baron. Uh, so just dig the dang thing out and come plant it in Rockefeller Plaza for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, 
and they distinctly tell him that it will take a year for him for them to yeah. take it out. Yeah, yeah, just to get the darn thing out of the ground before you go put it back in the ground somewhere else. Um, yeah, so you know he's he's got his heart set on this particular tree. They dig it up, they implant it in Rockefeller Plaza. Uh, and that, this is almost entirely told from the perspective of a young girl. Um, I believe her name is Virginia Arnoldson. Yes. 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 Mm. Uh, and Virginia and all her friends are having a great time because they just love Mr. Rockefeller because, you know, he's great. He's so kind and good to them and their families in particular who all work for him because this was, you know, that period where everyone worked for, like, usually one person. You know, the, the, the monopolies happened. They continue to happen, to be fair. Um, <laughs> and the special tree is interesting and super exciting, and because it's Christmas, it's so wonderful. So she gets all, I want to say, like, 12 of her friends together. Um, and they they decorate the special tree. And they have to stick extra branches on in order to actually get decorations onto it. Yes. Um, and yeah, yeah. Um, because uh, once again, this is clearly just some kind of weird tentacle growing yeah. out of the ground. It's not a tree. I I understand your 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 view on what things can and can't be is limited by your non non exposure to eldritch horrors from beyond the stars, Mister Rockefeller. But this is clearly not a tree. Um. <laughs> Uh, but Virginia has her heart set on having her special star adorn the very tip top of the Rockefeller Christmas tree because you know that's the that's the point of prominence. It's the it's the most <coughs> eye catching thing you can put on the tree is the Christmas star right at the top. Uh, and so while everyone gets their decorations on, she plots and plans and comes up with, well, if thirteen kids stand on each other's shoulders, we should be just about able to reach the top. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so they begin to do this, uh, at which point the um, the Rockefeller Christmas tree, very kindly, very obligingly, I may add, just kind of droops and folds itself over, <laughs> clearly, so that Virginia can most more easily access the tip. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and it does the thing that special trees do here. Uh, it forms that arch, electricity flashes, uh, and Virginia and all the kids wake up like, in a hospital because there was an explosion. Um, uh, and uh, this is where we start to get inklings of what is actually going on here because this is where we start talking about Mr. Rockefeller, former president, rather than Mr. Rockefeller, the oil baron. Um, essentially, the children seem to have been transported from our reality to the monument mythos reality by way of the special trees archway. Yes. Something along those lines. Um, uh, the, yeah. Um, and this is, um, this is called the Rockefeller tree tragedy because no lives were lost. So it's weird to call it a tragedy, but it's a tragedy because the kids are really messed up by it. Yeah. Um, because the, it's an alternate universe, which means it's not an identical universe except for a single detail universe, there's lots of things that have changed. Um, for example, Mr. Rockefeller, kind of generous soul that he is, spends a lot of time with the children as they're recovering 
and talks with him, and they keep going on and on about how he's a wealthy oil baron. He's like, but what about when I was president? Surely that's important too. And they go, what are you talking about? You yeah. were never president. You're just uh, a rich guy, we all know. <laughs> and and most interesting, I think, is, <laughs> is the idea that the, the children weren't just transported they were they were swapped with their alternate mm. universe versions yes. of themselves mm. so this is happening in two universes um yeah it, it may be that the implication is that the same events took place uh in mm. that there that there was some uh sense of synchronicity that allowed this to transpire uh, uh transpire um, mm. That they both yeah. Virginia managed to convince her friends in two universes to try and decorate the tree, and that it the arch the archway quite literal archway uh, yes. special tree opened <laughs> and flipped. Um, there mm. is uh, there is one really interesting note uh, from Virginia where she says that after the the flash and the electricity that she. Uh, was in a field of special trees. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then was in a in a flash returned. So uh, the uh, you know, given what we know about the special trees, um, mm. there seems to exist a, 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 a an intermediary plane between yes. all of the universes. <laughs> oh God! Um, it's yeah, just filled with tentacles. Right. Um, and also the, the weird, the weirdest thing is that because these are alternate universes, um, for whatever reason, the, the organ arrangement is reversed, Mm. is flipped. Yeah. It's, it's like a mirror universe almost. Right. Um, yeah. And this is what mostly freaks out the, um, the, the hospital staff because, you know, like. Um, I forget the correct medical term for it, but uh, organ mirror imaging is something that can happen in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very rare, and it's like a genetic condition, and it makes life very difficult the second you need surgery for something. Otherwise, you're usually fine. Right. Because, um, you know, doctors don't train for everything to be the wrong way, well, not even the wrong way, the, the other way around to what you know 99% of the population has um <laughs> but you know there, there's a lot of differences like um <coughs> Virginia's parents barely recognize her in this world because you know like what's that all over your face They're like those are my freckles I've always had them yeah like, what uh, all this kind of stuff uh, a couple of the other kids have it even worse because their parents don't recognize the names that the kids use. Yeah, their surnames are universe, different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, their 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 names were literally different, which is a lot to adjust to uh, at any age, and particularly when you're a relatively young child. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's that's why it's known as the Rockefeller Tree tragedy because a bunch of kids got both, from their point of view, physically messed up uh, in that their bodies are the wrong way around, uh, and also just mentally messed up because. Uh, bunch of them never adjusted properly yeah. to, the, to the flip over virginia did i think probably the 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 least bad out of all of them mm-hmm. so, you know recounting recounting this experience with you know relatively little bias and just you know 
seems to accept it all. You know, it's kind of weird how my body feels at the moment because apparently my heart's on the wrong side and all the adults are really freaking out about that, but I think it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, there's also a, uh, um, a very evocative, unpleasant cap to this, which is many, including my father, believe that the 1934 Christmas tree vanished. This is untrue. I have seen it wandering in the plaza on many occasions, and it resembles a man far more than any tree. John D. Rockefeller Jr. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the tree, the tree's up to something. Yeah. Or maybe nothing. Maybe the tree's no, just trying nothing. to just trying to get back home. That's kind of mm. one of the weird you know. It's easy to assign sinister motives, but when you take a step back and you're like, mm, one of you, one of you was essentially imprisoned in a monument. There's a lot of let's imprison things in monuments. Mm, yes. <laughs> um, so it is, uh, it is very difficult to, to, uh, um, you know, make a decision on that part um but yeah, yeah it's it's not great um and then there's a there's there's a there's a bit of found footage at the end uh that seems to hint maybe at a silhouette <laughs> behind some buildings and in front of mm. a, an illuminated building from something that is vaguely human shaped but far too large. Yeah. Yeah. Man, there's there's stuff going on. <laughs> I I gotta watch season two. I'm sure there's more of this. Oh yeah. I I can only imagine. Um <laughs> uh then we have uh Canyon Crown. Yay. Uh, another <laughs> uh another brief one. Uh, I really like the framing device around this one, mm. which is it's yes. a really terrible, awful, like it is literally <laughs> iMovie. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, here's our family vacation uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, yeah, I, I really. I really like how terrible this is because it is it is literally <laughs> like it is and ter by terrible I don't mean like the content of it I mean like the yeah. the, the pitch perfect production of mm. hey I mm. made a vacation video um yeah uh, all by myself I don't understand how editing flow or narrative storytelling works in the least so here's a bunch of still images some really uh, uh crappy transitions and text that I'm just slapping on mm. and, and and I've made a I've made a vacation video and I'm like yep that is accurate <laughs> um yeah but yeah, it's uh from the point of view of these kids, uh uh they went to the Grand Canyon with their dad, uh and mm -hmm. then uh one of the uh one of the the kids uh takes some video um and the initial video, hey, it looks exactly like one of those 
uh, UFO yep. videos. <laughs> uh, only it made the place sm- look uh, smell like vinegar. Um, mm. And um, it is, uh, once again, it is super blurry and indistinct. It's just a shape uh, traveling across uh, the, the skyline. Uh, but the the effective part of it is it, it it cuts to this video away from the um, terrible like uh, <laughs> the terrible uh, vacation uh, still edit stuff. Um, so it's really weird and it's really creepy. And then it just hard cuts back to it because once again mm. these people don't understand how flow and narrative works <laughs> so it's incredibly jarring hey it's a good mm. thing it's a it, 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 it's a it's a good effect it's it's a, an effect that i like so much that i <laughs> deliberately utilized it in my own work <laughs> um i mean fair enough uh and finally uh we get another video of of um whatever we thought because I was under the impression that it was a UFO um, mm. at first because just given the the nature of it uh, but we get it uh, we we seem to see something peering behind a, 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 um, um, a mountain in the Grand Canyon uh, yes like a rock wall in in the canyon. Uh, only for it to seemingly be a like horrifically monstrous <laughs> head. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It is. Ah, what do they call? They call it a canyon. Canyon galan. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a. It's a weird. Again, this is this is that sort of archival found foot. This is this is much more into found footage, being actual vacation footage, kind of deal where it's difficult to get details, but just the little glimpses you get are like weird, like the the, the words the words should come to me. Um, it is alien in the terms of like you know it's alien it's eldritch it's far like weirder and less distinct than a lot of things we've seen so far like the special tree is a tentacle sure the air force one angel is a vaguely humanoid shape sure this thing uh, right (laughs) it's just incredibly large uh, yeah but it's also known like it's a known Mm. thing that's the weird that's also the super weird part about it um mm. yeah because it's like canyon crown or yeah canyon canyon gun gan uh like yeah. you said <laughs> um, <The thing. laughs> and then it the, then there's also like details it's it's like it uses vinegar to shrink its huge head back into its body and i'm like what it does what now <laughs> excuse me <laughs> and then followed up by my dad said the reason we went on this trip was so that he could find his sister Maya. I think what it? we saw was mm. Maya. 
Yeah, yeah, it was apparently one of those things. Sure. Cool. Great. And, <laughs> and then and then it ends with a series of like old timey photographs of uh people with no heads. Mm. Yeah. Uh which uh, so the weird thing about this is that there, I forget um, which culture the, these these particular uh, versions of vampire come from, mm. but they're the vampires that are literally the head and entrails. Uh, yeah, the leave, um, I think they're Malaysian. That leave, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. That leave the body to feed. Um, and mm. and then we get a series of like people with no heads. Yeah. Um, in fact, there's like a sign that says head off trail. Like it yeah. feels it feels <laughs> like a little on the nose. Yeah, like it's 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 really bizarre. It's also just generally um unsettling uh like the mm. way that it turns it turns at the end like yeah people yeah. know about it people know what this is you don't have any context for it because it's not from your world uh but <laughs> like man i don't know uh this one makes me feel really uncomfortable more than any of the other ones yeah. because it's it's the <laughs> hardest to like pin anything on <laughs> yeah anything to it's just yeah. like a moment in time that feels really bad to observe. <laughs> oh, but it was a nice family vacation. Yeah, I, once again, it's this the series. It's the weird series of photos of people with no heads, like, yeah, like, yeah. And, and still clearly alive. Like, it's not like these people have been decapitated. It's just like the body's off doing its own thing, and then the head's doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this the result? Like, is what we glimpse the result of a head that doesn't have a body to go back to? Like, uh, it's just... Maybe. Ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> just d- don't like it. Don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that brings us to our final, uh, our final, our eleventh episode, Freedom Faller, which is, uh, yeah. uh, I, I, you know, it, even though it's framed around Americana and liberty, Cameron, I think you probably mm. uh, enjoyed this quite a bit, and um, probably have some really interesting thoughts. So let's, <laughs> so tell us what did you think about freedom faller um i really liked freedom faller it was pretty good um this is about oh, what's it it's it's a it's a famous statue the um the it's not lady liberty it's the, it's the uh, something of freedom it, uh, is it just the freedom statue i think it's like astoria or something yeah yeah, it it is um you know the angelic lady sword held aloft in a helmet, sort of yeah on on the U.S. Capitol M- on the U.S. Capitol building yeah, yeah. the Capitol dome specifically yeah. that it, uh yeah it it is about that statue in particular, and it sort of turns it into like a a Terry Pratchett's thud or feet of clay not thud yeah a Terry Pratchett sort of feet of clay golem esque kind yes. of story. 
which I find really fascinating. Um, I really, really loved this one for that sort of context. Um, so once again, uh, another famous American monument designed overseas. Um, yep. As as yep. was the style at the time, because our uh, our country was a a dirt pile that had zero <laughs> infrastructure, and thus, in order to uh, build prestige for ourselves, we commissioned foreigners. Man, man, tale as old as time. <laughs> mm, mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> we need to look classy. Contact the French and the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> All the Europeans, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So this one in particular, uh, sculpted by an Italian. Um, <coughs> we get um, a bit from the actual sculptor talking about, you know, oh, is it? no, it's the sculptor's daughter, actually. Yes. Beg pardon. Uh, talking about, you know, how her father's very happy with the work. It's It's good to be commissioned as an artist because, you know, a big statue like this is a lot of money <laughs> um, just to design it and then to actually make it. Um, and, uh, the, the gist of the story is, you know, the statue gets built, uh, but something is going on once again and going wrong. Things are getting weird. Um, and I forget the exact inciting incident here, but essentially the, the sculptor's daughter ends up stowing away on the ship with the statue on the way to America. Yes. The inciting incident is that the father becomes obsessive with the creation of the statue. The mother goes to his art studio, comes back um, very disturbed, uh, and then begins telling people that the statue has his eyes. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, he, um. that portions <laughs> of him have been incorporated into the statue... Um, and that he's most likely, de well, uh, definitely dead, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a freaky statue, but listen, the Americans need it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, so we get sort of um, uh, a, a description of the voyage at this point as well. Um, you know, she's obviously stowed away on board, but also... Um, you know, crates keep getting opened and the contents keep going missing... Uh, and it gets really, really bad to the point where, um, you know, the the ship eventually makes landfall partway through just to check all the cargo and everything. Uh, on I believe this is still in Europe, um, somewhere in the somewhere in the Mediterranean. I think, I, I think they maybe? stopped in Panama. Oh, it might be in Panama. Yeah, entirely possible. Um, my geography knowledge disappears after 12 a.m. Um. Oh, and, and also, you know, you, you, you don't pilot a ship and you don't fly a plane. You don't, oh, you yeah. don't need to know this. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but wherever they stop, regardless, you know, um, they're, they're all a little freaked out because there's some been, been some real weird stuff going on on board. Um, there's a stowaway, yeah, because There's it's just per yeah. perspective from from the uh, the daughter to the, mm. the crew. Um, yes. Because during the daughter's story, it is explicitly stated that the statue moves, that the statue mm. bro broke out of its containing uh, mm. uh, 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 crate 
um, and 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 is active and alive, and that the daughter is sneaking around the ship, stealing uh, food to sustain herself during the voyage. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. They stop. They stop over in Panama, uh, and an incident occurs, uh, wherein a a trail is cut essentially through a, through a forest in a straight line directly up a mountain. Um, <laughs> uh, and following this this evidence of like just cleaved trees and bushes, they they find a cave wherein the statue is now located. It, it got off the ship and essentially made a break for its own freedom. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> cut its way through the forest, uh, and they eventually retrieve it from. I believe it fell into into a cave on the mountain. Yes. Uh fell fe- fe- is generous. Uh it hid itself. It took the girl True. and hid itself in True. in a cave. <laughs> yes. In a cave from which it was yeah very difficult to retrieve. Um and uh I believe at this point the the young girl is incorporated into the statue as well. Yeah. So but... it's like yeah it, it's cladding itself essentially in human flesh. Yeah. Which is the... I don't like it. Um, nope. <laughs> again, very creepy. Um, uh, but, you know, they've, they've got a job to do. They've got to deliver this statue no matter what. So they <laughs> spend, you know, the the requisite days to hoist it out of this cave. It's secreted its way itself away in, or secreted itself away in. Uh, and they finally make it to the US and someone is employed to strip the flesh from the statue like peel it to reveal the fresh delicious freedom monument on the inside yes Um, (laughs) highly disturbing not great at all um (laughs) and you know they place it on top of the u.s capitol and that would be absolutely fine uh if not for the anti-dean riot of 1971 um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when the the anti deans, growing in power and confidence, uh, stormed the capital. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. It, yeah. Exactly. The the parallels are there. Um. But, uh, what if instead uh, a a statue sprung to life and started beheading people in the capital building? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It's 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 a legitimate golem situation literally mm. the artist was partially incorporated um it is interesting that the 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 story from the girl's perspective is is from her mm. diary and that her yeah. last entry says that since she's been writing uh this this current entry she can tell that the statue has been reading what she's been writing <laughs> yeah yeah, which is very creepy. Yeah, <laughs> like, and she, and she, she, she calls it the thing of Papa's eyes, uh, which is mm. um, uh, just uh, is a real good way of separating, ensuring that there's a separation of like, no, 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 the the consciousness uh, piloting this thing is not her father. It is. It is um it is probably powered by her father's uh soul um mm. because of the old yeah. old uh eyes windows to the soul thing 
Um, yeah, it feels like like uh, a terrible blood ritual uh, took place uh, to mm. turn this uh, the symbol of liberty into like a protector of the U.S. Capitol. I believe like <laughs> that was the, the actual intent the entire time, but it it yeah. simply activated uh, sooner than anyone was expecting. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. This is a long one because it's it's told from the perspective of of the daughter, of uh, the 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 ship captain, and then this archival footage of the capital, uh, the fictitious capital attack uh, at the mm. end. Um, it's a it's not as uh, as long as the Rockefeller tree tragedy, but no. uh, it, it it is close and. It is mm. uh, um, really unpleasant in its implication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's really good. And again, a lot of these sort of really touch close to like theme themes that are that are close to the the human soul, and um, the idea of this this protecting protective thing having such a horrible origin is uh very poignant <laughs> yeah um and we uh we get some uh we get the good uh, we get a good uh, bit of found footage it's the clearest bit of found footage mm, uh yeah. <laughs> uh so far um which is to its benefit because it is uh, deeply unsettling because it is it is the the uh freedom statue uh just peeking in uh through mm. a doorway bent over peeking through a doorway uh uh before retreating uh to the horrified screams of onlookers <laughs> um yeah. yeah it's good uh yeah, and that's season one of Monument Mythos. There's uh there are there's connective tissue uh and mm. uh, and and individual stories but nothing concrete and that makes it all the creepier. Um Yeah. Uh I I enjoyed it. I liked it quite a bit. I once again I think this kind of independently this um E- I don't want to say easy because it's not, but this mm. accessible to produce um, horror content is is um, is probably one of my new favorite things. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and you, Cameron, what what what? How did you come away from from this? Uh, I really enjoyed this. This to me feels like. Uh, like I said, at the start of the show, a pretty natural evolution of both, like, the, the actual in-cinema sort of horror to found footage to now this kind of thing path, but also especially that that internet culture, the SCP sort of X-Files-y, um, even Twilight zone kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it feels like it fits into things I already consume, um, and, like, it's got interesting things that I'm interested to get more vague hints and implications about, and probably never an outright truth on, and I'm okay with that, because it also just, yeah, like I said, accessibility is important here, 
like you know the, if you watch these one at a time most of these are like in that five minute range mm-hmm. which is sort of a sweet spot for that little hit of horror <laughs> when you're on the go uh, <laughs> um and you know even even the longest one with the rockefeller tragedy is under 20 minutes so like it it's easy for for people to watch it's um easy for people to consume like you said it's relatively easy in terms of like actual um time spent editing and shooting it's relatively easy to produce um which is good because it means there can be lots of stuff like this out there and it's not all going to be of this same quality some of it might be better plenty of it will probably be worse but i'm interested to see more of this kind of thing not only this specifically although i am looking forward to watching season two of monument mythos um but like in general i would i'm looking forward to this becoming more popular uh, and of course you're doing your part there uh so <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> I, really, I i like there there was once again i i i mentioned this i don't did i guess i did mention it on mic but yeah there's it once again a bit of weird synchronicity of me releasing a project that i had been working on for quite a bit of time um mm. to just have it coincidentally align with this uh and you know i'm sure there are people out there that won't believe that i didn't do it deliberately but um it it is just a happy mm. coincidence that uh that i did so i guess in order to discuss that uh, we should shift over to uh admin to close us out Mm. uh let's see uh well first and foremost cameron where can people find you on the internet uh you can find me on twitter at night underscore twitten that's night without a k um, come for complaining about Australian weather edition because we're moving into summer. Uh, come for pictures of my cat. She's very sweet. She's just over there. She has been very quiet this whole time. Um, <laughs> come for all the good things um, that you, you know to expect of me at this point, which is mostly weather, animals, Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> those, are, those are the things I can promise you on my Twitter um <clears throat> you can find our wayward co-host dave uh also on twitter at sentinaut underscore plus i'm sure he will put the link to his twitter in the um description of the podcast episode as he usually does um and the podcast itself at mon underscore d monster or monster deer dot monster uh, online um leonard yes <laughs> yes yourself ah Wait, did you already do no i did not oh do my, my... <laughs> my brain <laughs> uh yes you can find me primarily on twitter at uh dr faust is dead uh but more uh that is my um multi-purpose uh hmm. <laughs> twitter yeah. account uh where i complain about things i talk about <laughs> games i take post pictures of my cat uh, I talk about yeah. film and 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 writing there as well. Uh, however, if you're interested uh, interested in in my professional stuff, um, and that's not to say that my video game related content isn't uh, professional because it is uh, 
very professional mm. hint hint um you <laughs> can uh also find me at my uh soon to be more uh uh uh, uh more utilized secondary uh youtube uh um, twitter account uh at um Umbra Knox Productions. Uh, I'm mm. sure I will get Dave to link that in the show notes. Um, yes. My cats are going crazy right now. Please go away, the <laughs> two of you. I don't know why you're wrestling by me. Um, yes, and this is going to be my uh, pro- professional business Twitter account uh, because mm. I am embarking on uh, my business of... Uh, Film and video editing, as long as well as film and uh, video production, and along those lines, I have also opened up a new YouTube channel with my initial one being uh, Doctor Faust is Dead, uh, where mm-hmm. I do all my video game related content, uh, which are typically video essays, and now my new uh, YouTube account, uh, Umber Knox Productions. Uh, is where I have, uh, I will be planting my film work and I have, um, released my first video, which, hey, surprise, surprise, it is analog, it is a analog horror adjacent thing, um, that I would be honored if those listening would, uh, check out. Uh, this is, uh, the start of a very big project that I am planning to have, um, uh, have uh, cover over um, different uh, various pieces of media. Uh, there will hmm. be uh, written document content. There will obviously be video content uh, of of various types. Um, but yes, this this initial video is is the the kickoff to something uh, significantly larger that I hope those of you who are interested in this kind of media uh, will mm. follow. Um, and yeah, that's me. And I think that's mm. us. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's a pretty comprehensive administration breakdown. Well done. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Once again, my cats have decided to make the end of the episode a ridiculous noisy affair so (laughs) i think as is tradition (laughs) i think it is time to say goodbye to everyone thank you again for joining us on this episode of monster dear monster and we will uh catch you next time bye-bye farewell